My message today is titled, In Memoriam, Burda Hamada. In a few days, I will be giving the Dharma message at the funeral for the late Masako Burda Hamada, a longtime member of the Orange County Buddhist Church. She lived an amazing life of over a hundred years of age. But it was not just the length of her life that was amazing. It was her deep faith and conviction as a person of the Nembutsu. Burda was fortunate just to be alive. She was a survivor of the atomic bomb in Hiroshima. When the bomb struck, she was a young teenage girl. Her home was completely destroyed. Burned and injured, somehow she managed to walk to her relative's home several miles away. When she arrived, her relatives first thought they were seeing a ghost because she was barely recognizable due to her burns and injuries. Throughout her life, she had little shards of glass embedded in her arm that she had to live with from that horrific day. But Berta was nurtured in the Nembutsu since childhood by her faithful father and family. She said on that day that she was not afraid of dying. After being assigned to the Orange County Buddhist Church as a minister in 1986, I came to know Berta along with her best friend, Sachi Ochiai. They were like two peas in a pod, both faithful Nembutsu followers and listeners of the Dharma. They always sat together at services, at seminars, and at study classes. Over the course of many years, they both attended the various study classes that I had. One of the first study classes I started was a translation study class in which I translated a book in Japanese by lay author Hideo Yonezawa. I would translate a few pages, and in the study class, we would read the original Japanese and then read my English translation. Several of the people in the class, like Berta and Sachi, could read and understand Japanese, so that was very helpful to get their input on the translation. Most of the time, Berta was fairly quiet in the class and just listened intently like she always did. Sometimes she would offer her thoughts, though, and she always spoke with such depth and conviction. I often felt like they should be the instructor of the class and not me. I learned so much from Berta, Sachi, and others in the class over the years. Once in a class, I thought I would ask Berta a hypothetical question. I was pretty sure how she would answer it, but I asked it anyway. I asked Berta, if you had your choice... Which would you choose? A million dollars, but no Nembutsu, or the Nembutsu, but no million dollars? Without any hesitation, she said, I would choose the Nembutsu. I knew she would say that, but if I asked myself that same question, I would have to at least pause and think about it. Gee, a million dollars, I could buy a new Tesla or pay off the mortgage on my house. But for Berta, there was no comparison. A million dollars or the Nembutsu. She chooses the Nembutsu. People like Berta have a big influence on a Sangha. Some years ago, there was a person who joined OCBC from another temple in the district. I was a little hesitant because I didn't want to be accused of stealing members from other temples. When I asked this person why they chose to join OCBC 
They said, I just want to be around people like Sachi and Berta. That's why I joined OCBC. Just having one or two people like Sachi and Berta can have a huge difference in the Sangha. Even newcomers sensed a depth of spirituality in them. They wanted to be around people like that. My own life as a Shin Buddhist, and most definitely my life as a minister, was enriched and nurtured by having known someone like Berta Hamada. In saying farewell to her and paying my deep respects, I know I will always be one with her in the Nembutsu, Namu Amidabutsu. Namandabuts, Namandabuts, Namandabuts.